Hey everybody, this is the Empty Arena Podcast, Episode 7. Believe it or not, we're seven episodes in. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Andrew. And I'm Nick. And today's topic, are we actually going to talk about the topic or are we going to... Well, let's, I think let's just acknowledge that super. Danny is uh, not here because he's a punk. But we miss you. And he, we he, he is a punk. We are going to say... He is stuck at work. Yeah. So Well, and you get me back. So train cool. tubble. Train tubble. Train tubble? Train tubble. Tubble, tubble, toil and trouble. Twain trouble. Train, <laughs> train uh, trouble. Danny, I'm using your microphone, and um, I don't know what you do to it, but it's all broken and it won't stay up, so I'm holding it because you're a big jabone. It won't stay up when you're holding it? Hmm. That's, that's, that's what she said. So, Chris, uh, last week you were out. Do you want to explain to the audience why you were not here? Uh, well, now I have x-ray vision. Now I had LASIK surgery. Um, I honestly couldn't see or open my eyes last week, so, uh, but I'm back, I'm, um, perfectly fine, I can see through Andrew right now, um. I'm pretty shallow, anyone can see through me. But, <laughs> uh, but it was a, uh, I was written off the podcast for a week, it was a work, I was, uh, selling a, uh, an eye injury, which I didn't, I, I came back a la Kevin Owens. Damn that Mr. Fuji. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was no build there, we, we told everyone that you were off the podcast and now you're back. Yeah, we should have. And been. I'm in studio too. It, I'm in studio. Too. Was it Mr. Fuji Tajiri? Mm. I don't know. Chris, you're saying you have X-ray vision right now. Mm -hmm. Can you see through this table? Yeah. If you did, you would know that I have my pants off. <laughs> I actually wow. have my pants off. Who's, who's complaining? This certainly just got very explicit. Yeah. This is. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I digress. So uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about uh, WWE Super Showdown. But first, we're going to be talking about Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> I think we had. There was. It was a pretty good week. I, I got to say, I thought Raw and SmackDown were both pretty entertaining. Although Raw, they're saying, is uh, got the lowest viewership in a very long time this week. So, oh well, yeah. uh, I'm going to scratch that comment and take it and, back. And that's interesting <laughs> because that was with the Undertaker, Kane, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H all in the same show. Ooh. I'm very surprised. And that leads us into the Super Show. The Super Show from Down Under. From Down Under is going to be. On the WWE Network, starting at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Is it? Is it 5 a.m.? 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Or 2 a.m. Uh, specific time. There's a specific time. Specific time. time. I love it. 2 a.m. I don't so, know why. So whose house are we watching it at? Are we, are we going to... Whose bed are we watching it from? Hey, now. <laughs> who's got the biggest bed? No, seriously. We're going to be half asleep. <laughs> I went from having the smallest bed out of all you guys to the biggest bed. Uh, that's a bold-faced lie. Not going to lie. <laughs> uh, well, on Saturday, John and I... Empty Arena Podcast will be invading New York City Comic Con. Oh and believe it or not, there are no wrestlers there except for Jerry the King Waller. So hopefully so we'll be uh, we we'll went be at a perfect EAP. time. <laughs> I think we went at the perfect time. Yeah, because you know everyone's going to be in Melbourne, Australia. That was my awful impersonation of an really? Australian. That, that was an Australian accent? Australia. <laughs> you, need, you need to watch more Outback commercials. Ooh. Or drink more Heineken. No, that's German. I'm sorry. More, uh, more Foster's. Mm -hmm. Foster's, it's Australian for And uh, by the way, that is not Scott Steiner outside. <laughs> Holla, if you hear me. I heard the Empty Rain podcast was on. It, it Holla. Is. We have a 77% have a chance of listening to this podcast. That means there's a 23% chance that I will listen to it. And you take 50% of that 77% chance, you have a 38.5% chance of doing this and that. And yeah, that's Scott Steiner, man. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Scott. <laughs> All right, so the Super Showdown. I think we can go through each match on this card and kind of talk about Raw and SmackDown. Via the yeah. Super Show card. Yeah, absolutely. Card, yeah. So right. do we want to go top to bottom, bottom to top? I through, say through. I say we start with the Shield versus the Dogs of War. <laughs> my my Strowman impression is getting worse. It's every getting week. better by week. I think. Oh, we're getting. Oh, I tried it. I tried it this morning before. Uh, you know, I, I tried it on the shower, and I, my, my voice was killing me by the time. Well, I, your voice always I, sounds better. I than think the you suck. Mm. I sure as hell know you suck. So that was a very good Shawn Michaels impersonation. <laughs> no sock. Thank you very much. So yeah, the Shield, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns mm -hmm. are taking on Strowman, Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. Now this is a, I guess a grudge match. I don't think there's really anything on the line. Did you guys happen to see? Did you guys happen to catch Raw, the opening of Raw? I thought it was pretty interesting having Dean Ambrose. I, I caught it, but I fast-forwarded right through it. I, I, I haven't been <laughs> watching. Um, 
as much as I should because well, you know, I've been blind. Yeah, I was gonna say you've been blind. I've been blind, and there's only so much. You literally like, cannot I, watch the. Sh- watch I couldn't. The show. No, and th- I mean, there's only so much I can listen to Michael Cole with my eyes closed. So I usually <laughs> listen to him on mute. Uh, well, for for everyone that didn't watch the episode, but I know I know the angle. The angle is this: uh, they're trying to turn Dean Ambrose into turning heel. They've been hinting, and I think it it's kind of how the how the story has to go. I mean, you have. Roman and Seth that are both champions, so there needs to be some focus on Dean. I think this is probably a good route for him to go. Um, and I like the fact that he was given a choice by Constable Corbin. Corbin basically said, you could either fight Seth for the IC title, Roman for the Universal title, or Strowman. And Ambrose, of course, is like, no, I'm going to fight you instead. But of course... He- I don't think that's how he sounds. I'm gonna fight you instead. I'm gonna fight you instead. Yo, yo, who you talking to? Who you talking to? That, that was a very good Taz impression. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he fought Strowman. Uh, his boys came out, saved him, but of course, Ambrose was a little salty that his boys had to come out and save him. Mm-hmm. Which adds some more drama to the to the Shield storyline. But I, I get the feeling that it's gonna be because it's they've been building towards this for the last couple of weeks. And trying to, you know, show that he is going to be the one that turns heel. I feel like there's going to be a swerve and that either... It's not going to be Seth. Maybe that's this is their chance to get Roman to turn. I don't know. It's like, why would you want to turn heel if you already have the title? You know, like, what's the point? I already, I'm already here. I don't need to turn heel. But then... They're pushing it too hard. Like it's supposed mm. to be a heel turn. Is supposed to be a surprise. It's supposed to get the crowd um, instantly react emotionally. Um, and if they're seeing it come, it's just gonna be like, ah, oh, it's about time. It was. We knew that was gonna happen. Well, I, I will say, you know, storyline aside, I thought the matches were fun. I thought the Strowman Ambrose match was good. Mm-hmm. Drew and um, Seth. And what was the last match? Oh, Ziggler and Roman. Yeah, Ziggler and Roman. You knew who was going to win, and I mean, did I? I didn't watch. Did one of them lose? One of the Shield members lose? Did they all win? No, they all they they all won. Or it was it was. I a, think each, I, I think Rollins was the one that lost. I think I think Ziggler came out and distracted Rollins. I think, and then uh, they did the the that kick that yeah uh, the Claymore kick. Claymore McIntyre did the Claymore kick, and that was it. Yeah, Rollins lost uh, by pinfall. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, going into Super Show, the Shield, you know, they've all, I mean, they've, well, Roman won, Ambrose lost, Seth lost. Hmm. Makes sense. I feel like they may have a shot. If they're going, if they're gonna have the Shield lose, you know, who takes the pin? I think I that know. Ambrose might have to take the pin. That that could further this storyline. Uh, something tells me that the Shield is gonna win. I feel like, as much as like, and I, I have to say, like they've been building Super Show differently than they've been building the Greatest Royal Rumble. So this is like the first, I guess, larger pay per view overseas where they're actually talking about it from like a storyline perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like Greatest Royal Rumble. Was oh here's the greatest Royal Rumble. It's, it's a really good house show. It's set exactly. Yeah, this is the first time. Well, I mean, this is the second time they've done like a massive overseas show. Well, now they're also doing Crown Jewel. And Crown Jewel. That's the next one. That's in November. Saudi Arabia. So uh, do do they have a contract with uh, the government of Saudi Arabia or something? Like I I feel like they've been going there a lot for yeah they're building out some type of partnership right with okay. Saudi Arabia. Um, but all right, so so let's let's uh, let's get back on track. Let's say all right. So the Shield and Strowman Ziggler reigns. Who's who's winning? I say Shield. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I think that the Dogs of War are going to win this one. With Dean Ambrose taking the pin in order to further this storyline and kind of tease the. Uh, Dean Ambrose heel turn mm-hmm. for a few more. Yeah, this could this could go a couple more months. I don't, I don't know if Dean Ambrose is necessarily going to turn heel. I don't think he's going to turn heel on 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 Saturday. I think he's just going to take the pin and he's going to feel more shitty about himself. So or Chris, you think, in yeah, kayfabe, you think he's taking the pin, John? What do you think? I don't know. It's kind of tough because the the way he's playing it out to be is uh, 
he's the only person without the championship, and he thinks his brothers in arms are holding him back from that. So I, I don't know. I, exactly. I really can't tell. Nick, what do you think? If the Shield lose, I think what they could also do is, aside from uh, Ambrose taking the pin, they could play on the uh, the premise that he's unhinged and and uh, not. Uh, all 100% the of the game so he might end up doing something very irrational he might like attack one of the other guys in the other team and get all crazy and lose sight of something happening miscommunication and Seth eats the pin or Roman eats the pin and then there's like an argument that breaks mm-hmm. out or you know there could be some kind of rift that happens because of that I mean it could go either way if they end up losing or how to put it on him you know I, I think the shield is going over 100% yeah. clear but then here's my question why in the world are you pushing Strowman and the Dogs of War? What, what they're just gonna just job to the Shield for this limited time that the Shield is going to be together? Or do we think that the Shield is gonna put them over even more than what they are? Yeah, I mean, I feel like with this Super Show, it's it's that's that's why it's so weird to to break down this pay per view because it's a international like. Advertisement for WWE. Mm-hmm. Is it safe for me where, to call it the stupid show? <laughs> but <laughs> that's where you would think show. that you would want to see all the faces win and yeah. give the crowd. I could see that. Yeah, and you know what, too? They have to figure out a way to prolong this because don't forget, next month you have Survivor Series coming up, and you have to think that on the Raw side, if they're doing a classic Survivor Series match for both brands, you would mm-hmm. have to think that the Raw iteration is going to be, you know, these three against these three to some extent. Maybe you'll have Elias and Owens yeah. fill out the other three to make it that five. And then on, on the Shield side, you could have, I don't know what face team you could have. I mean, they probably, probably have Finn Balor on there. Finn so, Balor, yeah. So a mm-hmm. stupid question is, um, on Raw. Actually, yeah. Did they not have anything else to fill out Raw? Because they actually had... All three matches took well over an hour. Hmm. You know what they did? I noticed uh, as I was... When I, when I watched it from the beginning, what I really noticed very quickly was that they went right into the first match. Right. I mean, they had the opening promo. Ambrose came out, got people engaged. They wanted to hear what he said, so he was you know talking. Then right then and there, Ambrose versus Corbin. And then right after that, Ziggler versus Reigns. So it's like... If you were watching at home, I mean, from my perspective, where I was sitting, I was like, "Wow, you know what? I got to stay and watch this. You know, this is you know, this is keeping me tuned in to watch. You know, they wanted that that first hour." But you know why I wanted to tune in? Why to see our good friend Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker? And but he was all the way that, he, yeah, he, he was all the way at the show. end though. Well, that, that's what they wanted to show. Which is too. cool, but then yeah. like at the same time, it's like how many people by that point have tuned out? They could have easily put that in the middle of the show, and they yeah. could have well, really yeah. taken. Yeah, or they could have opened the show with that. When you have yeah. uh, Bobby Roode against Connor as your, you know, yeah, as, that, that was awful. As your, as your, that's your, that's your bathroom break. Your mid show main event. Sadly, I mean, yeah, and you know what's, you know what's funny? Probably about five years ago, the women's matches used to be the bathroom break matches. Oh my god! The yeah, women, now yeah. the matches now they're now, must yeah. see. Yeah. Now they're must see. Yeah. So all right, so the Shield and the Dogs of War will. I, I think we have. Saturday. I think we have a. Uh, we have a split mixed. decision here. A split. I, yeah. I think you're going to change your impersonation of the Dogs of War every week. Dogs of War. <laughs> Next Work week. on our Scottish accents. The Dogs of War. That's awful. That was a bad Sean Connery impersonation. Dogs of War. All right. All right. What, staying on Raw. What do you think about the Bella Twins teaming up with Ronda Rousey? Against the Riot Squad. That's going to be an easy squash match. Yeah, Ronda and the Bellas. Ronda and the Bellas are going to crush the Riot Squad. Not even maybe close. not crush, but I think it'll be a good match. I don't. I don't but know. I don't I know if it's such a good idea to put Rousey with the Bella Twins. Because hmm. nobody likes the Bellas. And I feel like with all the heat that the Bellas yeah. are getting right now, it's it's going to be up to Rousey to hold up. Uh, yeah. Hold up, the, hold up the squad. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, because with that whole concussion thing with the Bella Twins. Yeah, maybe yeah. they'll maybe they'll for now keep Brie away from Liv. I don't know, maybe some kind of precaution. Please you know. do, please. <laughs> no, but I mean, poor Liv Morgan. Uh, I, I think this is going is going the the route of Bella Twins and Rousey going over. Nobody yeah. wants. No, nobody's <laughs> ready to see Rousey lose yet. Because yeah. that's just that's just the Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey. That that's a photo op. 
showcase oh, right there for yeah. pop culture the, the, and the media. The past and the future, yeah. the past, the present. NB- you you NB- could do a yeah. million things with ESPN, that. ESPN, NBC, they'll be all over something All over like the place. That. And plus, remember that the Bella Twins are, you know, to use Stephanie McMahon's uh, words, she, they're media darlings. They're mm-hmm. on. They are. They have two different reality shows. They're yep. everywhere. They've branded themselves as a global brand. Yep. That, that's their names and their image, along with yeah. Ronda Rousey, is going to go very well. So now, yeah. my question is Lesnar, when he first came to WWE in 2003 or two, whatever it was, mm-hmm. he, had the, he, had, he, had an unde- he had an undefeated streak, correct? Yeah. Is Les- I, um... Lesnar? Right. Yeah, I I believe Thanks. his first, um, his first clean loss was to the Big Show at Survivor Series. And how long was that? That was uh, oh my god, that must have been like probably about a year, right? Eight eight or nine months, close to a year. Had so to do been we close think? For do we think? Yeah. Right. Do we think since Rousey is coming from the same background as Lesnar, do you think they're going to try to do this for eight or nine months and do the same thing? Well, Lesnar was she loses big to like Nia Jax or somebody. You know, twice Whoever size. she loses to has to. That's gonna, that person's gonna. Yeah, be that's a gonna huge be push. in of itself. That's gonna be a monumental push for whoever does that. Right, and whoever does that, you know, is obviously gonna go over. But just paralleling what happened with Lesnar, do we think that Rousey is gonna get a manager in Heyman? I don't I, know because, especially they're, if Heyman, they're, they're pushing her as a face. Him. They're pushing her as a face. If she eventually turned heel. Um, I could see it, but Heyman is more for someone that I think needs the mouthpiece, which I don't think she does. I mean, she's she's, she's, she's not although, great, yeah, but she's, she's getting better. Bad. I mean, yeah, she's, she's she'll definitely, I think, as far as you know, cutting promos, like you could tell she's already yeah. like a lot better than starting out because she, she was probably nervous to start out. Who wouldn't be? I mean, you know, she was just probably really excited about you know being part of this to begin with. And, I I have to say the the Ruby Riot Rousey match was was pretty good. Yeah. On Raw. I, I mean, of course, until the very end when yeah. Rousey made Riot tap. But she's made everyone tap. I don't yeah. think she's actually... I mean, what you're seeing, though... Someone, yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. Just but, just as an aside, I mean, this has nothing to do with Super Showdown, but who do you think ultimately is going to be the one that beats Billy Rousey? Billy Gunn. I think Charlotte has a good chance of beating She's her. the only one I could see that they would eventually build up to beat her. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, who else... Or Asuka. Or, or I'm thinking Nia Jax. If they turn Oscar around and they bring oh, her back Nia up, Jax. and Nia, Nia has size over Rousey, I mean, she and uh, Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey had a great match at yeah. the last page. and that was really great to see because what you're noticing, like we saw most recently with this match with Ruby Riot on Monday, is that Rousey is working actual matches. She's not getting thrown out there to basically rip through every other woman that she works with like it's not like a Lesnar thing where people are getting fed to her and she's just destroying them she's actually <sighs> part of a program where she's actually you know you know giving and taking you know being part of you know the system yeah. which is cool to see and Chris just got the air beaten out of him <laughs> no he sneezed not you you didn't say bless me God bless you bless, bless you. you bless yourself bless, bless yourself alright so Bella Twins and Rousey they're going over mm-hmm. well, let's be real Let's jump over to SmackDown. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, with the stipulation being whoever wins goes to face the WWE champion. And I love this stipulation because this feud had a chance of going stale. Yes. Um, And this stipulation adds just a a new wrinkle um, that, you know... I would love to see the Miz go over. I would love to see the Miz. But isn't the Miz already future. over? I I, I don't. No, I haven't watched. Go Smackdown over in years. this match. No, go over in this match. This <laughs> feud is is awesome. And but I think that the Miz is a much uh, more interesting character. I think that he would be better because as a heel champion, you know, especially since AJ Styles has had the belt for so long, and we, we yes. need a heel mm-hmm. uh, champ. And he was such a good champion. When and he, uh, he, for, for those of you listening, 2011. for those of you listening out in podcast land, uh, in case you haven't noticed, in the last six episodes, Chris is a huge Miz fan. Yeah, I'm a huge Miz fan. That's uh, his boy. Has, I that's love. Boy. I like the heels. I love the heel character. He's actually uh, Chris is actually going to have his own uh, gimmick soon. It's going to be called the Chris. <laughs> the Chris. <laughs> you know, one, one thing we have to talk about. I know I'm kind of sidetracking here, but we need nicknames for ourselves. I like. We don't have gimmicky 
wrestler nicknames. Okay. Um, you know, I, I see we come up with a couple of, uh, well, a list of five or six or seven or eight or nine or ten or a hundred. Um, pop, pop. My, my car alarm went <laughs> off. Uh, yeah. And um, I see we pick a, pick up a hat, five of them per person uh-huh. or four of them. We'll do some oh, voting. Mine's, mine's already in the quiz. We do some voting on social media. Yeah. Joe Ooh. V, we're looking at you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Joe, again, for supporting our podcast. Joe V, we're, we're looking for you. So, uh, back on track to SmackDown. Back on track. Uh, so, yeah. No, you're right. The, the Miz and it's Daniel awesome. Bryan story could have gone stale real quick. But I like now what... Uh, so, Daniel Bryan and, and Shelton Benjamin had a match. It was actually a really good match on, uh, on SmackDown. Daniel Bryan actually lost to Shelton Benjamin with outside interference from The Miz. Wait, Shelton Benjamin's back? Shelton Benjamin's back. He's been back. He's such a good. I don't watch SmackDown. Utility. I'm sorry. Wasn't he wrestler? Wasn't he with the other guy, the the reject from American Alpha? Uh, yeah, Chad yes, Gable, he yeah. was with Chad Gable Chad for Gable. a little bit, and now he sorry, is, Chad. I know Chad's listening. He is a heel, <laughs> but the Miz went very Lex Luthor and hired Shelton Benjamin to basically wear out Daniel Bryan. I thought that was a, it was a very like Lex Luthor style move, like. Ooh, I don't have to do the work, but I will get someone else to do it for me. So he like put in a word with Paige, and he, uh, uh, something Benjamin had a match with D. Bry. And if any of you have seen the Hyokid Returns on YouTube, great, great movie series. It's like the Incredible Guido. He hired. Yes, if you guys don't know, he what, was hired by uh, by Doctor Paperman. If you guys don't know what Hyokid is, search, hashtag shameless plug. Search it on YouTube. Search it. Search it on search. YouTube. It was a long day. Today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so I'm so Nick. What do you what do you think? Who's going over, Daniel Bryan or the Miz? I think if you're going to move on from the AJ Samoa Joe program, which we'll eventually touch on, I think what seems to be a, a more intriguing transition is to make it AJ versus Miz because Miz is the antithesis of AJ. You know, if you had Bryan versus AJ, I feel like. The, the concern is that you would have another Nakamura AJ situation where you had two faces against each other and it just something about it you know wouldn't it wouldn't feel like as compelling I mean you have two great wrestlers but what we've seen and what we've learned over the years is that you need a good story to make the match really sell itself and I think that having the Miz back in the main event mix number one he deserves it because he's been one of their most reliable guys in the last three years and Secondly, I just think it makes for a better story. No taking away from D. Bryan. He will get his time, though. Uh, just not now. He will. He doesn't need the title no. at this point. No. He doesn't. I'm, I'm going to drop a bomb right now, and I'm going to say Daniel Bryan is going to go over clean. Mm-hmm. He's going to go over clean because the story right now has been Miz kind of teasing uh, Bryan, saying, like, you're not willing to do what you can to win. Like, I don't care anymore about how I win. I just, I win. And that's what matters the most. So I think Brian's going to overcome it. Uh, I th- now this is kind of going into the other storyline, but I think Samoa Joe is going over against AJ. Hmm. I, I think the same thing with that, too. Because then you have now Brian and Samoa Joe, two completely new competitors for the WWE Championship. They'll go at it for a bit. That puts the Miz feud on hold for a little while until... When you know, until it matters most, which will be likely sometime around Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, hmm. I think. I mean, the the best part of this feud is that either way, whoever goes over, we're still happy. Like the Miz goes over, that's good yeah, for him. That'd be great. Brian goes over, it'll be a story of the Miz chasing Brian's title. Hmm. I think either way, John. How about you? What do, what do you what do you think? I see you. I see you in deep thought. I'm in deep thought because I'm watching the Yankee game in the background. Oh, yeah, we have the Yankee game going on in the background. (laughs) The wild card game. Shout Um, shout out to TBS for that excellent coverage. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of our sponsors. So I I think in that, uh, I think for that particular match, I think Samoa's going over uh, AJ. You think Samoa? I think Samoa's going over. Oh, you're you're, you're agreeing with me. All right. We got to talk about that. Let's jump into that feud. Night, night, AJ. Night Night AJ. Okay, so what two weeks ago. What did we call ago, this feud Night Night AJ? 
Two weeks ago, I know that you were super jazzed talking to Andrew um, about the way that uh, SmackDown oh, I'm ended sorry. with the think, almost home. So I cut you off, Chris. I just realized I, I was jumping ahead. I was thinking in my head about jumping ahead, but you're thinking yes, in your head about jumping yeah, ahead. I, I wasn't gonna say anything. That but, sounds dangerous. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, the other match. I would say probably the Miz. I, I'm thinking the Miz over Brian. Ooh, we got three Mizzes. Yeah. One Brian. We have to ask Danny what he thinks. I say the I say Daniel I think Bryan. Think the Miz is gonna win. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Uh, Don't mention it. Bang. All right. So you're so three Mizzes and a D Brian. Three Mizzes and a D Brian. Sounds like a really good YouTube. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a, a nineties movie. A sounds tree. like a really good nineties rom com. <laughs> Multiplicity. Um. Okay. So uh. All right. So can we can we get to yes. AJ and Samoa Joe? Uh. So. I know that Andrew was jazzed about the way that last week's. I'm sorry, I didn't realize a uh, a 50 year old man was sitting next to me that he just used the term jazz. Super jazzed. All right. I feel so jazzed yeah. to be here, guys. <laughs> Super jazzed. But there, notice there was no. Sorry, I'm I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. Well, Chris. no, I'm I'm talking about this um, uh, home invasion angle that they've used um, very well in the past. I mean, Daddy's they, home. They they just had uh, Samoa Joe cut a promo in front of the house and then ring the doorbell. But you saw where it was going, um, and I through I, the front door. I I wanted to know if there was anything that uh, that came up this week that was as uh, you know as a response or because I didn't watch SmackDown this past week. There wasn't much of a follow up. Neither Joe or AJ were on SmackDown in person, but AJ did have uh, an interview with Renee or. Whoever the announcer was, I don't remember who it was. Was uh, Charlie, Charlie Caruso? I, you know, I, I don't know, a person, a person with <laughs> makeup on, and they definitely a woman. Um, so uh, basically, AJ was sitting in his home, and he was saying, uh, "I'm, I'm not gonna go." Is he carrying a rifle. He was, he, had, he was like, uh, he was sitting on his couch in his like flannel shirt, and he said, "I'm, I'm not leaving my house." Until I know until I know Samoa Joe is on a plane to Australia. Once I once I know that, I'll leave my house. Audio clip provided by YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do pretty good impressions of a few wrestlers. AJ Styles. And he made, he made this weird comment that he's going to leave Samoa Joe down under, uh, implying that he's going to bury him. <laughs> but it's not a casket match. It's not uh, a buried alive. It's match. not a buried alive match. I I gotta well, say maybe I, he's bringing him to Outback for dinner. It is a you know it's a no count no disqualification match. I'm sure we'll see some cool stuff. I'm sure there's gonna be some high spots. But I have to say, I mean, I was a little little upset with the with the payoff. I think what they should have done was maybe moved last week segment up to this week and kind of do something on social media between now and then and maybe have a follow up at Super Show. Little little underwhelming. Just so, ended. So you know, what do you think of that's your go home episode, right? Right, and neither of them were there. Pun intended. Go home, yeah. Uh, it's your stay at home. But Andrew, you're saying do something on social media, like have a feud on social media, or were you thinking more like, you know, uh, Wendy is now in a relationship with Samoa Joe? Because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be that'd be point. AJ Styles, it's complicated. <laughs> that, Facebook that official, point. folks. That's good. That would be point. Daddy's yeah. home. Wait, why did AJ move to number four in her in her uh, top eight on MySpace? <laughs> what? AJ still has MySpace, apparently. I still have MySpace. No. Um, I, I think Samoa Joe's going over in this one. I think it's about time. We got to... I, I know it's... We're in front of the, the, the global audience. I mean, and there is 2K19 coming also, out. Also, isn't Samoa very close to Australia? I don't know if that's geographically correct at all I don't whatsoever. I know where Samoa is. <laughs> I know they make excellent cookies. Though. Yes. <laughs> excellent Girl Scout cookies. No, but I, I think the if they if they don't go with if they don't go with Joe, then you're, I don't you're, watch no mo. You, you're you're, that, that ki- like you're a, killing his character, and I think there's so many. That's uh, that. Don't go with Joe. That sounds like a presidential pin. Don't go with Joe. It's like I like Ike from the forties. <laughs> I mean, with the the fact that it's there's so many stipulations to it. It's no count, no disqual, no count out, there no disqualification. AJ won't look weak losing. I think it's a safe choice to put it on 
Samoa Joe. Yes, I would have to agree. I think it's going to be Night Night AJ. I think he's going to choke him out. And we are going to see some really, really cool stuff. I'm sure there's going to be some awesome spots. Um, but I think ultimately, I think there's, there's, there's no um, detriment to putting mm-hmm. the belt on Samoa Joe at this point. So, so we're unanimous with that, right? We're saying uh, Samoa Joe's going over? Or? You know, I'm going to be the odd man out and say AJ's going to hold on to it only because he's the 2K cover boy and the game is coming out soon. They want their cover boy to still be carrying the gold and promote. I know, I know. That's the thing. It's like it's the only reason why outside, I would say. All these outside elements. Only reason why I would say he's still going over. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I mean, he, he's earned his keep as being a long-term champ, but... Um, Whoever does take it off of him is going to be in line for a nice, huge push. That's all I know. John, what are you thinking? It's a big match. WWE Championship. Uh, big match, John. I already said. Oh, You did already say. Already oh, said that, you jumped ahead. Jump. No, now you're jumping ahead. And I'm jumping behind. <laughs> no, that should be your nickname, Big Match John. That's it. The Chris and Big Match John. <laughs> how about how about Johnny Broadway? Oh, wait, no. One of our listeners actually has that. Thank you for subscribing. Oh, yeah. Independent wrestler. Oh, very thanks. cool. I know you're listening. Work, works with my wife. <laughs> oh, cool. Very well, cool. hello. Christina's the best. So, um, there's a couple of other matches on uh, the Super Showdown. Uh, Super Show. Ooh. There's uh, one I don't know. I, I'm assuming this is 205 Live. It's Cedric Alexander versus <laughs> Buddy Murphy. Yes. Now, one, who in the blue fuck is... Holy <laughs> smokes. Where's that bleep button? Is there a cough button somewhere? Cuss button somewhere. That's why we have the explicit boys. Um, <laughs> Buddy Murphy sounds like a wrestler from the 1940s where his finisher would be the Lupez Press. Buddy Murphy giving that headlock. I've never seen this move before. <laughs> oh my God, a standing vertical suplex. A and, devastating maneuver. Oh, I'm sorry. It is a the Cruiserweight Championship. Not yes. Championship. I think I'm stupid. Um... Cedric Alexander is like one of those guys in, on 205 Live that should be on the main roster, but he's just... But he's he the only bit of star power on that garbage he's show. He's super athletic, yeah. and apparently he actually cut weight to be on 205 Live. So that is 204 Live? 204 Live. So he was he was bigger then, you know, a few years ago, but he is on, uh, you know, 205 Live to add some star power to it. And, and if he goes to Japan, he has to cut even more, because he's big in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never That's just, uh, weird. Um, so actually, Buddy Murphy, I'm reading up on this, is actually an Australian professional wrestler, and I'm older than him. Yeah, so, which is yeah. horrifying. And Nick We're and I are younger than, than him. Some, yeah, so that tells you how old we are. Um, so apparently, this guy is born in Australia, and I'm assuming that's why he's performing at Super Showdown. Well, Home Nick, turf. Nick, have you been following 205 Live? Because I will be honest, I have not followed it to a T. I have not watched one episode. I, I have not, but I noticed that Buddy Murphy's name comes up a lot in the conversation when it comes to being involved with matches that are having to do with the championship, in particular Cedric Alexander, because he's had the title since Mania. So it's usually been a mix of Cedric, Buddy Murphy, uh, TJP occasionally, um, Mustafa Ali is the other big face I would say on there right now that they're mm-hmm. showcasing a lot um, so yeah Buddy Murphy's name comes into into the picture a lot he's a big player on there right now and it, I'm just looking at the picture of this guy he looks like a big doofy redhead so <laughs> you look like a big doofy redhead but I don't have red hair <laughs> that was my nickname in college big doofy redhead <laughs> Stin- um, Stinky Peterson is uh, Andrews I think I th- <laughs> yeah hey Helga we'll call him Stank <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so that, that's really a, a one-off match, I guess. Um, yeah, I'm, let's go Cedric Alexander because... Because uh, I don't know who Buddy Holly is. <laughs> or Buddy Murphy. <laughs> Buddy Holly. I get the name right. Ooh-wee-oo, I look just like Buddy, Buddy Murphy. Oh. All right, I thought we were going the real song, but that's okay. I still don't know who Buddy Murphy is. So Cedric Alexander is 100% going. But if he wins the title, then we will know who he is. I went yes, to a Weezer concert once. And was it, was actually, it, was was actually a, there. it was actually a Panic at the Disco concert. Don't ask me why Dance, I was there. Dance. Sorry. <laughs> Wrong bet. It was a, a Panic at the Disco Weezer crossover thing. But they, uh, yeah, once I, once they played Buddy Holly, I was out. Were they? I was gone. Were they performing the next like WrestleMania theme song or something? Because I feel like that's that's a contract that WWE probably they have. they sound uh, they sound exactly as you would think. They just okay. Sing. Yeah. 
So I, I guess how about yes. that Africa cover? Uh, <laughs> so I guess we see <laughs> Cedric Alexander across the board. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows who the other guy is. Okay, good. Okay. Um, another one is uh, New Day. New Day. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm sorry. And uh, the Bar. Yeah, the New Day against the Bar. I don't know. I, I, I've been watching SmackDown. I, I love the New Day. I love the Bar. They're super entertaining. New Day got very stale, as Danny said last week or two weeks ago. The the bar got well, very the, the bar is well, good, this, but New Day this... got very stale after they started having pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Francesca uh, three? Are we up to Francesca three? Uh, I was, you know, I was never a name, a fan of uh, the the trumpet's name. I don't know, I don't, I just never really clicked with me. Uh, but either way, outside of Francesca four, five, or six, I gotta say the feud is, uh, you know, it's 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 stale. I mean, it's they, these guys have fought a bunch of times in the past. I thought the segment they had this past week was pretty good. It was the pancake. It was it was supposed to be a pancake session like a, ma- a pancake making session and they brought out their chef Mr. Bootiesworth. Oh, it was basically a, a, an oh, intern Jesus. with like a tuxedo uh, t-shirt. Uh, it can't get any worse, could it? It's... Oh, Booty. Yeah, he's been on before. Bootyworth? Yeah. Bootyworth, yeah. Yeah, I think he's been on. He's, is, was he wearing like a tuxedo t-shirt? Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. That is definitely a, a, a social media intern. W- was it like Bubba Sparks, the rapper? <laughs> no, it's, it's a kid that just wants to like laugh. Like, Every segment he's in, he just wants to like bust out laughing, but he can't. So he's probably told to like bite his lip as hard as he can. Yeah. And as Seamus and Seamus and Cesaro took the pancake mix, put it over his head. It was. It is what it is. I think you know the bar has momentum going into Super Showdown, but I think the New Day will retain. Nick. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, one thing I feel like I've noticed with the new day and also with the bar in particular i mean this is a mix of uh four five guys really because it's new day i mean because it's three of them and and um i feel like john madden here you're here the new day is three you know you got the bars two and three plus two equals five you know you got five guys there all together (laughs) not not the burger place not not that kind of five guys but just five regular guys (laughs) but anyway um you know i feel like i'm i'm watching these guys and most of them have been in the game for a while now. Uh, you know, you look at Cesaro and, you know, Sheamus had his runs as champ, you know, but, you know, Cesaro, you see, it's like, damn, he never got his run. Kofi, you know, he's been there 10 plus years. He just recently set the record for, you know, longest number of, uh, highest number of days as a tag champ, you know, so he was there for a long time. And you think, wow, maybe he should have gotten a run. You know, Xavier Woods, great on the mic, great athlete. Don't know if he's going to get his run. You know, Big E, you know, they're thinking they're going to push him. The point being is that I, I look at these guys, you know what? They're just probably just having so much fun right now, you know, just having these matches. And they've been going at it for so long because at the very least, you know what? They're not all individually, you know, being put into the main event, but they're getting TV time and they're gunning for tag team gold and they're fighting yeah. over that. So I think that they're pretty happy and where they are. And it's good to see that they're being used at least, you know. They're a staple on TV. They're on every week. Yeah. And if you notice, the last two weeks, they've had um, the bar and members of the bar have had single matches with mm-hmm. members of the New Day. And the bar has been going over. And they've been giving the bar more time on the mic just to kind of promote themselves. Yeah. So I think that they're building towards having them go over. So now if, yeah. if, the, if the bar doesn't show up one week on SmackDown, are they considered bar none? <laughs> Boom. I, I'm just gonna keep coming all day. Write that down, John. John, write that down. That no, was it's a, it, it's a fun they feud. Considered not coming. What I would love to see <laughs> is if they were in, if if the five of those guys got put onto like a Survivor Series team, like representing SmackDown, and they have to like coexist. But it's hmm. like everyone's a face. Everyone really is a face on that on that team. Like Cesaro and Sheamus are the quote unquote heels in the in the feud. But they really are all faces. Yeah, they but. became so popular. I think that, um, you know, you, you put them in this feud. I mean, it, I think they're both teams are faces. I mean, they're both mm-hmm. going to get cheered. All right. Speaking of tag teams, let's just go through this one quick. Get it over with like a Band-Aid. Ugh. Asuka and Naomi against the Iconics, which I, be- I believe they're is, is that what that is? They are Australian. Australian. I thought it was Ilconics. <laughs> Yo, with the Ilconics. 
It's I, yeah, the iconics. Sounds like yeah. something you drink before you go for a medical procedure. <laughs> yeah, it's before you go for a colonoscopy. <laughs> every, all right, so every and it tastes really bad, just like the match. You know that scene in Billy Madison where Billy Madison's playing dodgeball with like the little kids, and he's just like, "You're next." That's what like Oscar's Billy Madison and everybody else in that in that situation are the little kids in the playground. That's funny. It's like she sticks sticks out like a sore thumb. She had this crazy undefeated streak, but. This begs the question: Who plays O'Doyle? Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, I would. Uh, O'Doyle rules. I'm a man. Hi, Becky Lynch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, but even by this point, I think the old the O'Doyle car has flown off the cliff by now. I guess so. Maybe nobody <laughs> might can play O'Doyle. Oh, that's great. Um, I love how we're yeah. using Billy Madison to describe a wrestling match. Yeah, this is just it's to get however the card. Yeah. yeah no it's it's a bad match it's a bad angle who, who was that it's captain captain Encino? Bad. no that was not captain Encino. that was the water boy who was uh water boy who captain was uh, you're still on the, the, uh, what was the, the principal's name from uh, billy madison oh the, uh, oh god the crusher or something like that right what, the what purple was something yeah something, something the purple crazy. blob the purple, purple blob. blob yeah there we go <laughs> he was supposed to pinch my thigh <laughs> 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 Classic. Oh, great. This is why we do this, because we, we get pop culture references this and we put it into wrestling it. and make it more mainstream for everybody. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, all right. just, to, just to put it on a relatable level to everyone. We're just, you know what, let's just, all right, this matches what Yeah, it can is. we just skip it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's go to a, let's Okay, I'm going to say, just because it's in Australia, I'm going to say the Iconics. Yeah, I agree. Over. I think yeah, the Iconics Yeah, give them, give them a bone. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, Asuka's not going to take the pin, but I think Naomi's going to get pinned. And just I moan backwards. Ilo Connics is uh, they're, they're gonna win. <laughs> something tells me, something tells me <laughs> that Oscar and Naomi are going to just tear the Iconics apart. And I know it's in Australia, but I don't think they're gonna get an upper hand at all in the match. Mm. What, about, what about a lower hand? Probably lower hand. What How about a hand down under? under? Or they could uh, do a you could they, they could do like a sneaky sneaky finish where like you know sneaky. Naomi and Oscar are, you know taking over ninety percent of the match and then, and then uh, oh, Danny is here. That's <laughs> about it. This, this podcast it's the, uh, the 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 tagline of this episode is going to be how many sexual innuendos can we fit into thirty seconds? Uh, oh, sneaky sneaky. Between uh, the cheeky cheeks. All right. Um, let's just stick it in there now. Okay. Uh, hey now. <laughs> Oh boy! I want to talk about. We have a. We gotta run through the rest of this card pretty quick. All right. Well, we have Becky Lynch and Flair, and I think that's it, right? Becky. Well, oh, no, I know. All I know the matches. And you know. All right, let's talk about oh, Becky Lynch and Flair because I love Becky's new character. It is. Yeah, no, me too. It is the most engaging storyline. So on now, SmackDown. now, now, for somebody that hasn't watched SmackDown, what is her new character? I, I, I honestly don't know. She's just mean. Her new character is mean, but it's. Almost not at a heat. It's not. She, a, she's a lasshole. She's a lasshole. <laughs> they should actually use. They should. If they were smart, they would actually use That's, that. Well, it's a PG error. PG error. Um, I want royalty signs. Like, so you're listening. She had okay. A, That's an awful. <laughs> she has. That's an awful video back. Going around. Remember when AJ was champion and he was going around saying that he was the face that runs the place. Yeah. I'm AJ Styles, the face that runs the place. John Cena, you suck. Oh. <laughs> I'll be at the Laugh Hut uh, September 19th. That well, passed. No, Becky's been going around basically saying that she's like the queen of SmackDown. And I mean, she. I won- am the queen of SmackDown. That's she, awful. She, <laughs> I mean, she won clean. Like, right. she's, she's not a good heel in the sense that, like, you know, she's, she's not cheating to win. She's straight up winning she's her matches. She's straight up winning, but she's doing it with, clean. like, gusto. That's like if a really nice person. Won the lottery and they became just like a dick to everybody. That's kind but, of. But what... isn't that everyone though? What do you mean? Like, you could be the nicest person in the world and you win the Mega Millions, and you could be a dick. You could be a real true <laughs> dick after that. You could be a real dick. <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> everyone. Sorry, Mrs. Slips. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. How many dick references are in this podcast? What are you talking? About? What are you doing? <laughs> that Andy don't download the Pandorina he, he, podcast. What? Why'd you make your mother sound like Danny DeVito? <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Slip. Oh, God, this has gone off the rails so hard. Anyway, no. Uh, Becky's been a really good champion. She's been, you know, she's... It, it's fun to see her kind of break out of her shell. It's like 
you know, you're giving her the opportunity to, you know, speak on the mic, have backstage segments. And I, I think she's finally getting her opportunity. And, I, you know, she, for the last few, like, for the last two years, she was just the other, I think, I feel like she was the other face. Like, it was Charlotte, or, you know, it was like Sasha, Bailey, and Becky. Oh, she's like the, you know, the Bailey of, Becky is the Bailey of SmackDown. Yeah. She was always putting on quality matches. Right. Uh, but now this time it just means more. It means something. She's getting the notoriety. Wow. Notoriety. Yeah, that's it. There you go. That she deserves. We all help each other. Yeah. And Charlotte's been playing a good. You know, she's still face, but she's. I I see her going the heel route pretty soon. Charlotte. I, yeah, I can see her going a heel route maybe over the next few months. Maybe with not Becky. With, not no, maybe not with Becky. Not with maybe Becky. with somebody else because I. Because remember the tag team, the women's tag team division is probably going to come through. October 28th at, uh, at Nassau Coliseum. The evolution is a mystery. Nick, what do you think about B. Lynch? Uh, as far as this match specifically? Uh, yeah. What the outcome I think Becky's be? going over. but Yeah, know. I do too. I don't, I, don't, I don't think she's losing the belt anytime soon. She'll probably maybe do something where she, maybe she'll get herself intentionally disqualified or something to... Something heelish, I guess, to you know maintain. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, there's there's no benefit to taking the belt off of no. off of Becky at no, this point. I think so she's she's white it. hot right now. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. so good with it. Hands so so hot right now. Hands <laughs> so hot right now. <laughs> Blue steel. Blue steel. All right, we're gonna jump into. Uh, let's jump into one more tag match. Bobby Lashley and John Cena. God, who cares? Versus Elias and Kevin Owens. I mean, so did you guys happen to catch the the crazy heat? Nick, go go into it. Yeah. And explain it. Oh, that that was insane. Was, that was nuts. Was I I literally so, I legitimately thought that they were actually piping in audio of booze because this was going on. This was for, in this is in Portland, right? Seattle. Seattle. Okay. Seattle, yeah. So it was in Seattle, and they basically Kevin Owens and Elias came out. Sorry, Nick. Yeah. I wanted to explain this because I was like I was baffled when I saw this, mm-hmm. but they came out and they basically said, "Oh well, you know we're in uh." We're in Seattle, home of uh, the. They were talking about the Sonics or something like that, and apparently, whatever Kevin Owens said, well, it was it was uh, Elias mentioned what was Elias? that. Yeah, he was saying like this. Uh, no wonder the Supersonics left or right, something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and 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 the booze went through for like fifteen minutes, and then like it was, crazy. It was a long time. Yeah, and it was loud and. You could not hear. Basically, Elias and it, they, screamed over everyone. Like it was they yeah. broke character a few yeah. times where they were just like, "Oh God!" Yeah, what were they supposed to do? I mean, they yeah. they really were gripping it. And the funny thing is, when I went on and I was reading the comments on uh, ESPN's uh, Facebook page when they posted an article about the segment, um, <laughs> a lot of people were actually saying, "Yeah, these people that were booing, they didn't even give a damn about the Seattle Sonics when they were here." <laughs> You know, most of them. Very, yeah, right. And, you know, it's it's interesting because, you know, towards the end of the of the tenure of the team, I guess, you know, I don't, re- I never really read into the story, but they, I think, um, just, uh, you know, probably didn't invest in the team as much. People didn't care as much, but whatever the case yeah. may be, I guess people that night were, you know, quite upset about that. Yeah. But that was, it was insane. I, I tell you, they should make their tag team name the Supersonics. That oh, that would be like imagine they came fantastic. out in like old school jerseys or t shirts and like that's like their that's their name. I mean, it's. Or do you think they should go to like uh, every city that they go to? They have a different gimmick where they bash the team. Yeah, hmm. well, that, that's the thing. It's like yeah. it's it's a standard. You that's know, a standard heel tactic yeah. to get the to the, get the crowd to give you heat. Yeah, yeah. Usually always make fun usually of the it's sports quick, teams. Yeah, it's a quick, yeah, it's like boo. a quick one liner. You know, it's a yeah. boo pop. I guess you could call it. Hey guys, this is yeah. the Empty Arena podcast for Brooklyn. With all the hipsters. <laughs> I, although I have to say... When, but you know what the funny thing is? Like three quarters of the yeah. people in the arena would probably cheer something like that because a lot of people don't like hipsters. But yeah. it depends how you do it. This was just this... Flipped the switch in the crowd and they went nuts. nuts. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. crazy. And that was cool. But then we had Bobby Lashley come out and him and Evan, Everyone him, Kevin Owens had a match. <laughs> Leo Rush came out. He's like, Kevin Owens, you know... You're a funny guy. <laughs> you are a funny guy. I got to tell you, <laughs> Kevin Owens, you know, you've been saying stuff, but you don't know Bobby Lashley is the man. You know, he was just going on and on. It was just really. That's an outstanding. <laughs> I just sit on the spot. Yeah. 
You know what? Yeah, I, I hate like when he laughs. So he's like, you know what, Kevin Owens? You know what? Yeah, you a funny guy. <laughs> he's. I mean, I gotta say though, he gives Bobby Lashley personality. A, a pulse. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it works. Is Leo Rush like five foot two? Roughly, like, yeah. like 140 pounds. I think he's six foot one, tons of fun. I think my mom's bigger than him. <laughs> he sounds like like Wanda Sykes. <laughs> 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 oh man, Wanda Sykes is uh, was promoted and, a lot during Raw too, because she has a, a new stand-up uh, show on called Unprotected Sets. Oh shit! And I, I saucy. Oh, and uh, if you read a podcast Twitter handle. Um, follows like Paul Heyman and Kofi Kingston and all the wrestlers yeah. and apparently and what, a lot and of them followed Wanda Sykes new I think she's hosted Raw a few times she I think she might have yeah years ago uh, well you know what we'll go to, but, our, by the way, we'll go to uh, our stats guy yeah uh, but why don't you tell the, the nice people at home what our uh, Twitter handle is and how they can reach out to us I think there's an that, alien spaceship outside well that'll well, be for the end Christopher you, uh, you, haven't, well, been, you haven't been in the studio enough sorry Sorry, I was blind. Uh, yes, Nick, and that was uh, either an alien outside or and the Undertaker badass uh, gimmick. What yeah. I thought was missing from this feud is John Cena. He's going to be in the match. It's going to be him and Bobby Lashley against Kevin Owens and Elias. But I mean, Cena has to be the worst tag partner because he, Lashley's getting his ass kicked. He has Leo Rush coming out, but <laughs> when when they're in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, we're making up something. Like Brown. <laughs> wow! <laughs> when they're when they're in Australia, then Cena's gonna come out and take all the take all the cred. Well, yeah, good sure. because he has a pulse. Bobby Lashley is the most uninteresting character. They just stuck him in this match. Oh, Chris, they, they, they stuck him in WWE. I don't give a shit. He's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think this is gonna be Lashley and Cena going over. See, it's Cena's return. Cena's big money. People want to go home happy. Yeah, no, I well, agree. I don't know about I that. They're gonna win. I don't know if that's considered. Yeah, hey, everyone came to see Cena because I think everybody came to see somebody else. In another match. Not Bobby Lashley. Darn it. Nope. But uh, all right. But just go around. What do we think is gonna? Who do we think is gonna win that match? I, I think it's got to be Lashley and Cena. Ditto. Has to be. I, I think it's gonna be Lashina. Yeah, I think so. Lashina. Lashina. The dining room. Someone sent me by a bob's Buy my Buy my okay furniture Buy my Cena Or are we going to call it the Cinchi Cinchi Cena Lashley Cinchi 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 From C to B Oh my god we got to get this So now the Now I think the match is going to be overshadowing everything That the people actually came to see the You know paid a couple hundred Australian dollars for <laughs> diggery <Let's>, news. <laughs> it's a couple diggery news. Triple H and Undertaker with Michaels in Triple H's corner and Kane in Taker's corner. Do we think that this is going to finish the? If this is going to be the main event, this is going to be the absolutely. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless they push. I it would pre-show. agree. No, this might be in pre-show and then uh, the It's at three thirty in the morning. <laughs> uh, the Iconics match is actually be main event. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, this is definitely going to be the. Main event, finishing match, spectacle. I gotta say, something tells me that Triple H is gonna go over. Yup. Yeah, I, 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 I think, think so, too. too. I think Triple H is going over, and honestly, throw this out there, I think Triple H should go over. I think he should, do. I think, I think he, he should, should do. He has well, been putting over younger talent for a while. And, and he's younger... now the younger talent. <laughs> yeah, no, he is the younger talent. <laughs> and this exchange. And, and Triple, H, Triple H needs a win, and this could possibly... Possibly set up the, the long-waited return of Shawn Michaels to the ring to team up with well, Triple I H. Well, I think he took, in case Undertaker you didn't notice, Michaels took a bump. Yeah, he took a and, choke slam. And, and his uh, bald and his, ass. Yes, and his, uh, his bald head popped out. And, yes. um, it was John Benjamin, I, actually, was in it. He looked just like John hey Benjamin. Guys, I'm, <laughs> this is going to be a great match but, against Kane. I can't wait. By the way, I'm in, a, I'm in new Quiznos commercials. <laughs> Those are hysterical, um, by the way. Yes, they are. Um... So I think at that point, I think Michaels, because he took the bump, it's showing that he still could be in the ring for at least a match. And I think something's going to happen at WrestleMania 35 in Jersey. Mm. And hopefully we're there to see it. Yep. Uh, but I... And yeah, this week we saw uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H 
get their butts beat by the Brothers of Destruction. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undertaker and Kane. Is this, this must be awesome for Kane. Like Kane could be in like a. He's a mayor. Of, like, he's the mayor. He's, he's the mayor of, of a major city. Awesome. He's a mayor of a major city in Tennessee. Not only is he the mayor of a city in Tennessee, he just tagged with Brian, and Kane also fights like mid card guys. Yeah, no, like, he's he's another one that's yeah, like uh, like he'll he'll job to the younger guys. Which yeah, is, which is good for him because he's he, that makes him still relevant. Yeah, and, what is what does he yeah. need that notoriety? Notoriety. I can't notoriety. say that word. Conky, today's Chris, word Chris. is notoriety. Oh, God. <laughs> Chris's least favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that word. I can't yeah. pronounce it. Chris, repeat after me. Note. Note. Uh. Uh. Raya. Raya. T. Read. <laughs> <laughs> notoriety. I can say it. Say Hooked it on phonics. Works for me. Say it after me. Oh, boy. Notoriety. Don. 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 Go. Now, John, you do your Kali impression. Fun. Fun. Don. Don. Go. Don. Fandango. Fandango. Perfect. <laughs> Nick, what are you thinking? Who's going over? Who's going over in this match? You know what? I say the game is going to go over because they have to prolong this for uh, Riyadh for the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which the rumor is right now as it stands, Triple H and Michaels coming out of retirement against, against Kane and Taker. I don't know if SDX, but they do have to so, prolong yeah. this. I think to do that is to have Triple H win. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like Taker's been playing the heel. These past few yeah, yeah, no, I would agree. You know, he's not a true heel, but someone no, has no, to play. no. But he's the someone. He's the aggressor. Yeah, and and yes. tri- you know, he's calling out Triple H's uh, manhood. I guess you yeah. could say this. This this match. This whole thing is for people our age. This mm. is the audience that they know that they're queuing in, and, and they know that it can't be a long term thing. So I don't think they're positioning either side of it to be face or heel. They just want no. whoever you want to decide. Is you know this yeah. is your nostalgia? Enjoy it, I guess. And and it's a well done storyline. It is. It's a well done. It's it's, yeah. it's very well done. And because I, I'm very very much looking forward to watching this match first to see how the Undertaker can move around and, and how well yeah. how long of a match, especially if it's going to be a you know, event. It's interesting because you know five years ago I mean, when when he had that match with Lesnar and he just you know he took that bad bump, he got concussed and whatever, and you thought you know he was done, you know he can't really do much anymore. You know, the last couple of times, last couple of outings, Taker, you know, the, the match that he had with Reigns was tough. I mean, he, he looked like he was really banged up. He, he couldn't move around, but it seemed well, like... that was before the, the surgery, right? Yeah, and you know what? Yeah. To, to his credit for a 50-plus-year-old guy, he's moving around okay. I mean, he's got to, you know, he, they have to pace it a certain way, I guess. You know, he can't do all the things he used to do, understandably, but, you know... Taker is someone who proved that, you know, as he got older, he knew how to adapt and change his style to keep himself still in a way that make, makes himself still look good. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be a good match. Yeah. I think Trips is going over. I think he needs to, if, especially if they want him to continue yeah. the, you know, tradition of being... Yeah, you know, being able to put someone over yeah. WrestleMania, and he's 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 yeah, he's jobs to take or left and right. I mean, I think it's time that Triple H, you know, you know, yeah. gets his win over Taker. Do you think yeah. it's going to be clean, or do you think that? It's nah, I definitely, definitely think, think so. some shenanigans has yeah. to happen. I think Michaels is going to interfere. Yeah, Shawn Michaels might do a sweet chin music, or he he might, yeah, like he might go for Kane, and then he hits Taker by mistake. Like it's going to be a very bad blood kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It'll>, like, <laughs> Twenty like, years later, 20 okay, years Taylor later. Swift. Who would imagine 20 years later these guys would still be going at it? <laughs> what should they be doing? I forgot that she sang that song. Sorry. <laughs> all right. I think that's the entire Super Show card. Yeah. I think part. that's all the card. There's no pre-show. There's no pre-show. Which is the first because that, that means we would have to be up at like 2 a.m. And I, I think this is going to go for a while. I don't think there's going to be – I mean there's got to be at least one or two squash matches in here or maybe like five-minute matches. But I think all the matches are going to get their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're going to see well, especially since if you're doing it overseas, you want a good showcase yeah. of the product that they have and and the rosters that they have and the actual talent that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that everybody's going to get their time in the sun. I think it's going to be an exact. Like, I think it's going to be three and a half hours. Oh yeah, well I'll be yeah. having my Cheerios. Is, is that <laughs> what it's uh, scheduled for? If you're going to be up that early, I mean, in, you your, know. in your footy pajamas, my footy like, pajamas. Is it actually scheduled for three and a half hours? No, I just counted the number of matches and I thought. Well, Probably, 20 minutes per match. Is that Scott Steiner math? <laughs> yeah, there's 10 matches times two. 
That's 75 <laughs> plus three minutes for each match. That's nine, 97 minutes. What the hell are you talking about? Add, divide Scott by Steiner three, oh, Scott and that's Steiner. four. Oh, okay. Times seven. So you're looking at about, you know, 26 hours of wrestling. Holler, <laughs> if you hear me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a uh, few, other, few other honorable mentions on SmackDown. We had R-Truth and Carmella. They're now we're like a team. Oh, they're on the mixed, the mixed match. Yes, challenge. they were eliminated, but uh, but but they are, you know, kind of. They're a team an item. Now. I think so. Well, not not an official item. That's just kind of weird. Yeah, isn't he like sixty-two? Uh, yeah, Close but they did it. they did some cool stuff. They have really good chemistry. I like it. I loved the um, the tr- Truth TV. Yes, I thought that, that was, was hysterical. A, a, a very well done yeah. segment. Like they need to use him more often. Like yeah, he, he is, just came out of nowhere, and then he was talking about the other comment. He was, t- I, who is it that he's talking? Oh, Maurice. Yeah. The other, the other um, Carmella. The other Carmella. <laughs> uh, we had Randy Orton against Ty Dillinger because last week Randy Orton beat up Ty Dillinger and told everyone because he, he was sick of his shit. He's like, I hate that perfect ten crap, which is pretty funny. Uh, I'd like, you know, I, I think this is a good opportunity for Ty Dillinger to be in like, I know he's getting. He's jobbing right now, but I think he's going to be. I, I would like to see him as a contender for the U.S. belt. I think he needs something, but you think that he's still pretty young. You think that yeah. Randy's going to put him over? I think this is all placeholder till the next time Orton and Hardy meet up, because mm-hmm. Hardy hasn't been on TV and he's not scheduled for the pay per view. I think he's probably dealing with some. I mean, I'm just making <laughs> some, some right ear issues. Some ear issues. Some earlobe. Uh, um, oh, we had looseness. The, Infamous tape, One Night in Milwaukee. That was the Aiden English segment. Oh, God. So Aiden English brought out the videotape in front of Rusev and Lana. And what was it? And it's basically Aiden English rehearsing some of his lines from like a hotel room. And Lana walks in and says, Aiden, I need to talk to you about something. I want you. And that's where it stops. Clearly, it's going, clearly the tape was cut early. And Aiden English was saying that he has a. Uh, a juicy deal with TMZ to reveal the rest of the video, and that he's not going to reveal it until you know until he gets money. So clearly, it's something along the lines of "I want you to help Rusev win" or something. It's something yeah. along those lines. So that's that. Although I I, I like the storyline. It's 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 pretty funny. It is. It's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, on the raw side, we had Bobby Roode against Connor, jobbed. Pretty much. Oh, the revival against the B team. Nobody cares. B team defeats the the B revival. Team, B Nobody team. Nobody cares. Go, go. But again, Raw is the Shield show. Yeah. That's it. WWE Raw, aka the Shield. Although they have three hours and a ton more wrestlers, and that was really it from the show perspective. John, how are we looking out on time? Uh, we're doing pretty well. I, I would like to talk about some other stuff though. Yes. What do we want to um, touch on? So speaking of international shows, I just pulled happened to pull a list of every WWE pay per view event mm-hmm. that ever took place, and it actually doesn't look like there was many international shows besides like anything in Canada or your typical you know London or anything well, they like that. Have house shows all over the place, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about pay per views. Like right. um, I think the first semi international one that I'm looking at was in 2005, New Year's Revolution in San Juan, Puerto Rico. I did not know that they actually had an event there. You're right. I yes. forgot about that. See? That was in Puerto Rico. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, and I was, remember uh, the name. I couldn't tell you who was on that card. I could tell you the main event right now. It's uh, Triple H, Jericho, Batista, Orton, Elimination Edge, Chamber. Elimination. And, and he who shall not be named. Mm. Oh. Oh, him. Yeah. So there was that. Um, yeah. And I, I don't think there's really anything else besides... Uh, up yeah, until the, few, you know, the last couple of years, right? I'll, I'll tell you where my well, mind... Insurrection was yeah. in England, but I'm I'll, saying like anything outside of yeah. the Western yeah. Hemisphere and England. I'll tell you where my mind goes as far as international pay-per-views, as far as what I can remember with WWE. 1991, 1990... It was 1992. SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, Bret Hart versus... That was Wembley Stadium. Uh, Boy Smith, Wembley Stadium, when Davey Boy went over one of the greatest intercontinental title matches you know that'll ever take place. That... And then there's this gap that just seems to have taken place. I guess I don't. I, they probably didn't bother with too many international excursions from that point on. Right. Uh, then late '90s, early 2000s, you had Rebellion and Insurrection. 
you know, maybe they made a couple of pit stops in London every so often, but the international scene was just very, at that time, there really wasn't a whole lot going on aside from, you know, U.S., Canada, yeah. and England. Right, and I think the main reason why is because of the WWE Network. It wasn't available, obviously, back then. Yeah. So now they have power to actually play whenever the hell they want to play it. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's and now with how massive WWE is, you need to branch out. Yeah, yeah, and, and outside the U.S. Literally, the first one after Puerto Rico is the one coming up, the Crown Jewel. Well, I mean, there well, was Family the, Jewels, Family Jewels, yeah, the the greatest Royal Rumble. Well, that well, yeah. There was also that network special, The Beast in the East, which was two years ago. Yes, those yeah, those like where was that shows in Japan? That was in Japan. Oh. That's when I think Brock Lesnar destroyed right. Kofi Kingston. Yeah, and oh, SummerSlam is actually SummerSlam is in Canada next year too. Oh, that's cool. Yes, nice. yes. yeah, Toronto. They're usually in Toronto and yeah. Montreal yep. a lot. Good so, crowds. Yeah, that, yeah, that those cool. those are hot crowds. That that's pretty interesting. This will be cool, and yeah, and I think uh, uh, all I gotta say is I'm very much looking forward uh, to watching this event. I think it's I think it's a, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be storyline. It's not just going for the cheap pops. Um, it's uh, I, I think that it has storyline implications, and I think it has the opportunity to, to go over really well in another country. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, yeah. on that note, uh, if if any of you listeners out there have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to us on Twitter at Empty Arena Show, Instagram Empty Arena Podcast, Gmail Empty Arena Podcast at Gmail dot com. And did I miss any other social media? Oh, yes. Now we have a Facebook page. Yes. Oh, so, this, is, this is Libre. Yeah. So, so now join us on Facebook, like us, subscribe, and do whatever the hell you have to do to listen to us. Yes. Listen to us. And Why not? We're fun. We're good people. And we're going to be... Uh, and we're from Brooklyn. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Brooklyn. John and I will from, be at... Uh, oh, sorry. I, I have a few, a few last minute notes. John and I will be at Comic-Con on Saturday. Is this Saturday. for the good of the order? Good of the order. Okay. Oh. And, <laughs> and uh, inside joke, we will uh, we'll be sending out pics on the Empty Arena podcast Instagram handle. I honestly, I'm I'm sorry. My my phone was wiped. I lost my phone over. You know, uh, I lost it on Thursday night. Had a maybe one too many. Lost my phone in the backseat of a taxi. But a well, nice, one, one a nice cab driver. Brought it nice. back yes. to him. Well, Shout out to the cab driver who brought my phone back. You have one too many what? One too many uh, beverages. <laughs> Screwdrivers. So, so, mil- so you had too many milks. I had a ton of water. I was so hydrated in the back of the car, back of the taxi. I had, to, I had to run out of the taxi to pee, and I left my phone. Andrew got sucked into a side mission <laughs> yeah. for all you video game players out there. So, on that note, again, this is the MTV Random Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm John. I'm Chris. I'm Andrew. And I'm Nick. And for Danny, thanks for listening. Peace out. See you next week.